0: Oh yeah, you heard what I said This is for my family, God, dream in my head Oh yeah, you heard what I said This is for my family, God What's up, guys? Welcome back to God Dream TV. First of all, man, thank you guys so much for uh, the the last episode was awesome. Yeah. Um, and I know we had some clips going out on social media, and you guys were enjoying them, watching them, sharing them, which yeah. which was awesome because the whole point of this is really just to like you know build each other up and inspire each other. Um, yeah. so first of all, thanks to yeah. everyone for the support. Definitely. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, bro, today. Um, I thought it would be cool if we talk continued on the talk that we've we've been having, um, just me and you like naturally. But um just about how like the church right now is especially with COVID going on, we have to like separate so much more. Mm -hmm. Um, but how we always want revival, yeah. Right. And I'm sure that you guys watching also want revival, but we always want it to be done in a specific way. And we always think that it's going to be done through our church. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, bro, what I love about this friendship is that we believe that it's supposed to be done through the church. Yeah not a church, so good. Um, and so I just kind of want to like, let's just talk about that today, bro, and yeah. what started fueling your passion for seeing like a move of God with the church, not just a church?
1: Yeah, I wanted to talk about this quote really quick before. Yeah. Pastor Dustin said this one time, the difference between somebody who does great things for God and someone who doesn't is that they do them, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. you look at what fueled my passion for this new thing that we're going to be talking about church uh, Mm -hmm. in general outside of the building is Sean Foyt. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have seen what he's doing, but bro, it's so powerful. Just like the movement, let us worship. And I think the main thing is he's bringing people from different backgrounds, from different cultures, from different churches, and he's bringing them together under one name, under one mission, and it's to worship. And I just was thinking about how powerful that is. And Honestly, that's what we need in our city Yeah, more than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, let us worship together, not at your church, not at my church, not yeah. at this church, but the church, the yes. capital C
0: church. Yeah, so. bro, because there's like, we're all Christian, right? Yep. You know, and yeah. if you're watching this and you're not a Christian, that's that's okay. You know, we yeah. hope that you do join the family, obviously. Um, but even as Christians, bro, comparison is a natural thing. Yeah it really is and you see it so much with churches where it's like I want to host the greatest event right I want everyone to come to my thing I want people to talk about my message my sermon, all of this stuff when it should be about us right like let's just unify together and maybe that is what's stopping us from having a revival is that we want to be the ones to do it right where Mm -hmm. it's like but we can't do it alone it's just impossible yeah like you carry a specific anointing that i don't and vice versa and we have talents that complement each other right and make each other work together so as the church like that's what we needed like i feel like that's what we need to be doing like maybe we're crazy i don't think so yeah you know what i mean but bro what fueled your passion for this or reignited it i guess you could say Mm -hmm. was watching sean foy right yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how was that bro i don't know i think
1: don't get me wrong there is nothing wrong with the local church i love the local church it's, we believe in the local church yeah. we serve the local we church. serve the local church yeah. we give to the local church <laughs> yeah like we talk about everything yeah um we're sold out to the local church but at some point what is the local church mm. is it really local and that's like what i'm trying to process through as i'm talking on this podcast i'm just processing yeah. these thoughts it's like i mean i can't necessarily prove all this biblically yeah. so i'll admit i am not a scholar i don't have <laughs> all of the knowledge but like you yeah. look at paul's letters and it's like to the church of ephesus to the church of corinth and it's like what would god say to the church of cat o Mills? which yeah. church would he write to because there's probably six or seven or the church of Allen. which yeah. church would he write to because there's so many and I don't know how they gathered back then but yeah I think it'd be cool for the local body yes everyone in Collin County or DFW to come together yeah and to not be so separated by this worship leader or this name or that building and it's like just we're all here together (laughs) lifting up his name and that's like what I really want to see and I think I didn't know how to put words to that but Mm. when I saw what saw what Sean Fort was doing, it was like, wow, he's doing it. He's doing
0: it. Yeah. He's like literally doing it, bro. And I love how you were talking about how, like, what is the church of Allen? Yeah. What is the church of Catoma? What is the church of Dallas? Like, and we are, are the, the church. church. <laughs> yes. And so I love like, what we've been talking about, you know, and do you, you don't mind if we talk about it on here, right? Oh. Right yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, what we've been talking about is like, bro, if it does, if we do start hosting these like citywide yeah. services yeah, and, and it's just church, yeah, then, and it is bigger than us, yeah, then we are going to have the church of Philadelphia. Yeah. We are going to have the church of New York City. Yeah. We are going to have the church of Dallas yeah. because it'll literally be like, this once a month gathering of the churches unifying as the church mm-hmm. and putting on like the greatest revival that city's probably seen in a long time. Yeah. Because honestly, bro, like what if what if revival right now is just unity? Yeah. With so much like separation that's in the world, right? Like divorces at an all-time like I am I've been divorced. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's at an all time high. There's people leaving churches left and right. You see everything that happened with Carl Lenz and yeah. J- Pastor John Gray. And now, like, there is more division. There's like Christians hating on them. Right. And because of what they did, now there's like more division and there's yeah. just division, 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 division. Yeah. And then now you have also churches who are like, who's doing the best at covid yeah. right who's executing the best who's bringing right. in the most people all this stuff and it's like i get that yeah. we gotta build yeah but i think what if revival is unity yeah for this specific season
1: yeah dude and i think like i mean i would love to look up the definition of revival yeah. but i'm pretty sure it's like bringing back to life reviving something something yeah. that was dead and it comes back to life that yeah. was once living. So yeah. I know we need uh, people to get saved, right? Mm-hmm. But I think right now we need Christians to come get... back to life. Yes, to come back to yes. life. To stop arguing mm-hmm. over, is speaking in tongues right? Is it wrong? I mean, we have our opinions. Yeah. I believe what I believe. We have yeah. our differences. But can we all come together? And worship God for a bigger cause than ourselves. Like, we don't have to build our ministry. We don't have to build our name. Like, we need to build his name right now. And we're so, like like you're saying, bro, it's crazy to think about Mm -hmm. how many, like, people are divided right now.
0: Tongues isn't going to save anyone. Miracles literally aren't going to save anyone. What's going to save people is Jesus. And I think that's the one thing that, I mean, I know that's the one thing that hopefully hopefully the capital C church can agree on. Yeah. And if that's the main message that we bring like in those specific events, then why not? Like, let's set our differences aside on those things and just go after Jesus together. Yeah. Like, bro, that's what if that's it? Yeah.
1: Dude, I think we overcomplicate things. It's like the message you preached on Wednesday night, the manna and the man. And you look at the message PD preached, like, don't miss the man, like yeah. the guy at the the pull of Bethesda. Like yeah. we always look for other things. Yeah. I think that is the human tendency, the bent that we have, is we look for everything else when yeah. the answer is right in front of us. Yeah, it's crazy how we do that.
0: Yeah, I know. Like the the answer is right in front of us, and all of that other stuff is a byproduct, right? Yeah. So what if what if we have a massive service where the goal is Jesus, yeah. and we focus on Jesus? And then the byproduct of that yeah. is every church in that city gets packed out next week yeah. because people encountered the greatest thing they could ever encounter, which is the presence of God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And then the byproducts can be growth or the byproducts can be healing. Yeah. Like all of that stuff. Like what if man?
1: Yeah, dude. And like the more like we talk about it, like we were saying is like, people who say what if, like, they're just, it's like, what if we do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I was thinking about like all the dreams that, and the things God called the people to do in the Bible. It's like, they still had to step. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, God blesses what we step into, what we touch, what we build, what we do, not what we keep in our mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Like I've gotten so many words um, from pastors, like prophetic words and it's like at the end of the day those words are amazing Mm -hmm. but they're not going to happen if i don't begin to operate in what god's called me to operate in yeah and i think this past maybe even year and a half two Mm -hmm. years like i've just been sitting back waiting on god to do something yeah and i feel like in 2020 dude kayla said this like 2020 vision is keeping your eyes on jesus That's so and good. it's like i feel like i've had my eyes on what god has called me to wow instead of what god is calling me on the man really to yeah him and yeah it's, it's crazy so wow
0: dude yeah and i didn't even because i only had eight minutes to preach yeah. but i did so much study like on the manna and like the manna bro it was it was seeds that appeared on the ground so it was still a miracle by god yeah. it was still provision from god but in order for them to be able to make it something edible, something tangible that they could eat, they had to work it. They had to grind down the seed and then work it and then turn it into bread. Yeah. And so they ate it as cakes, right? Yeah. So manna equals miracle. So what miracle has God given us that we now need to put our hands on yeah. and work it and make it to where it's tangible for the yeah. church, right? Yeah. So like what if our miracle and our provision is literally a vision? Yeah. And then what if the provision for that on top of it is relationships, community, Mm -hmm. right? Like we were talking earlier, if we need sound equipment, we know so many people that we can just reach out to and make it happen. And guess what? It's not about us. So, hey, bro, you come along, bring your people, and Mm -hmm. we're going to have a good time together. We need this thing. Can you provide this? Hey, we need a drummer. Hey, we need a bass player. Hey, we need this. Like, yeah, bro. Work your miracle.
1: Yeah, exactly. Work your miracle. Mm-hmm. And dude, I think it takes humility. Yeah, I think that's like yeah. the main thing because mm-hmm. most people wouldn't say, "Oh, we need money to for this. We need money for that." We don't have a drummer. Do you have? Do you know anyone who plays drums? It's like yeah. networking. Like that's so biblical. Networking. Yeah, and it's like we know so many people. We could make so many things happen. Yeah, it's just we like we don't like we see. Okay, we want to feel the Allen stadium, right? Like Mm -hmm. we've been talking about that as a church for years about that. And it's like, I don't think it's just going to like happen. Yeah. Like I used to think that like that God was going to speak it and it was just going to play out. Yeah. I don't know if it works like that anymore. I think he has a way of guiding our steps, but if we're not moving, yeah, what are we
0: doing? Have, Have you heard, uh, Pastor Stephen Verdict's message from this past Sunday Mm-mm. he's talking about how God orders our steps mm-hmm. and how there's an order for our steps yeah and how literally he'll say something to us mm-hmm. and then he orders our steps to accomplish it yeah but we have to walk it out yeah we have to take those yeah. steps mm-hmm. so what if these are our steps bro? yeah what if and I think you're a hundred percent right it's humility is the missing ingredient yeah because nobody wants to admit, I am not in, enough yeah. to make this happen or yeah. I don't have enough yeah. to make this happen. Right. Like honestly, bro, humility is one of the things that God I think has taken me through in a, yeah. in a in a new way, yeah. like recently, you know, just yeah. like no job about to go full time in our company, not able to all of a sudden. Yeah. Right. And then I have to start like telling people like, Hey, This is kind of where I'm at. Yeah. And because of opening up and being humble about it, like opportunities start to present themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I was never humble enough to even talk about it. Yeah. No opportunity would happen. Yeah. So if we're humble enough to say, I don't know what to do in this area or I don't have what I need in these areas. Yeah. You may... If we never open up our mouth about that, we may be literally shutting the door yeah. on on the person to bring that resource and a new opportunity. Yeah, bro. It's got to be humility.
1: Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Dude, and like something one of my old pastors used to say is pride says I, humility says him. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, how many times have we, our pride got in the way of people seeing Jesus? Yeah you know what i mean yeah i think that's like our heart with this whole idea is like to get everything out of the way that could possibly be hindering people from just seeing jesus yes like i don't know about you or whoever you are that's listening like for me with this whole situation of like carl Lentz and like john gray yeah how long are we gonna look up to people yeah you know what i mean like we elevate people yeah and we think that they are just so special and i definitely respect like people's anointings and like what god has Mm -hmm. called them to but at the very very end of the day if we're more focused on people yeah instead of jesus yeah we're never going to be satisfied and we wonder why people are leaving the church it's because we have made it about us or a name or a brand Uh,
0: we've made it about the man of god not the man God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like literally, like that's why bro, this is why I love pastor Dustin. Yeah. And even pastor Cameron, like what he said this past Wednesday where he was like, I didn't ever want this to be about me. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah. And pastor Dustin this past Sunday when he preached and he's like, it's not about the organization. It's not about the preacher. It's about Jesus. Like it has to be, because guess what? If we expect everything from Jesus, and we take our expectations off of the humans, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't be so let down and so hurt, right? Like Carl Lentz and and John Gray's disciples right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're probably really hurt and probably yeah. shook to their core, yeah, because the person that's been leading them this whole time just had a failure that yeah. they've probably helped them through to mm-hmm. try and conquer, and now they're like. Well, what is true? Like, if they weren't even doing this, was what they're teaching me even real, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, hey, like, I'll be the first one to say, you gotta get under mentorship. You gotta get under discipleship. But it's different when you take it to God first in your private place Mm -hmm. and then you come out to your mentor and you're like, this is what God's speaking. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Instead of like tell me what God is speaking to you for me, yeah, and just living off of that. Now that's not saying, bro, that, like, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak through people, mm-hmm. right? Because that's another way that he speaks. Yeah. But if our dependency is on our God community yep. and not on God, like, yeah. I think that's where we begin to fail.
1: Yeah, bro. 100%. And, bro, like, just kind of, like, one of the things I've really been walking through this probably the last three or four days is, like, and when you look at what Paul was saying to Timothy in like 1 and like, First and Second Timothy, like, This word kept sticking out to me. Keep a clear, clean conscience. Yeah. We've heard about clean hearts, like pure hands. And it's like conscience. And I really feel like just for me personally, Mm -hmm. and honestly for other leaders too, is like God's calling us higher. Yeah. And I think you often find out when God is calling you higher by a mistake, right? So it's like, you've been living this way for so long, And it's like, finally you realize, oh, I didn't even realize that I had become numb to this or numb to that. And I really believe that like, God wants us to have a clean conscience. Yeah. And it's like talked about in the Bible, like you can sear your conscience by doing certain things over and over again. Yeah. And then it becomes numb to you. Yeah. And you look at like all these people who, I mean, it's not new, like what happened to Carl Lentz. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it happens to everyone, bro. And it's like we have to keep our conscience clean. Yeah. And I don't know, bro. I don't know where I was going with that, but no, I've just been thinking about that.
0: Yeah, no, it, it makes sense, dude. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of, I think at the end of the day, like everything that you're saying is right on point because so many times we make works about pleasing God and it's never been about pleasing yeah. God. Yeah. It's been about having a clear conscience. Yeah. Because like, if, if you activate your faith, and when I say that, I mean like your walk with God and, and you put the works behind it, which means like you live as holy as you can. It's like, you're not doing that for God. If you are, you probably feel burnt out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're doing that for your conscience. And so yeah. that you are sensitive to him. Yeah. Like, so whenever I am walking and like, am being super intentional about something to be like sanctified in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing that for me mm-hmm. because there's nothing that I can do to please God. Yeah. He's yeah. already fully pleased. Yeah, Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's for me yeah. because I want to hear his voice. Yeah, Because I want to experience his yeah. presence. Because I want to have access, like yeah, I want to give him access to my heart. Yeah. And whenever you don't have a clear conscience, there's too much stuff going on in there to even like listen to what he's yeah. saying. Bro,
1: I saw this, um, a pastor said this the other day Uh, be radical, not reckless. Mm. And I was like, dang, because my bent naturally, I grew up Baptist and I really struggled with like, uh, trying to please God with works. So Mm -hmm. I think my relationship with God, a lot of my life has been, uh, me thinking he's mad at me yeah, and me trying to live almost like the religious mindset. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's like, so I guess with that, I would try to butt against like certain things, like, I had tattoos. I was like, yes. Like, I had earrings. I was like, yes. Like, I don't know, just always wanting to push the limits. Yeah. Which and we still are. <laughs> yes. Yes. For sure. <laughs> That's why but, I love you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but in that, I think there's a fine line between being reckless and being radical mm-hmm. and like still having, keeping that clean conscious. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Just,
1: no, definitely. It's yeah. like,
0: it's like what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. We could be reckless and just hurt the local church. Yep. Or we can be radical and still not be reckless and hurt the local church. Like we can honor the local church. We serve the local. We love the local church. Yeah. And we can be radical at the same time and go to a new level and a new dimension. And I
1: think like what what we really want to see is like God to continue building the local church. Yes. But for the local churches to actually work together. Yes. Like. Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
0: yeah right. like if networking is the number one tool to grow your business
1: yeah why is it not the number one tool to grow a church a church the ministry like the capital like the, we keep saying the capital yes C church exactly yeah. like
0: any business owner that's done something they'll tell you they're the first ones to do. like Network. chris whenever we met with him he's yeah. like i am do like this is networking yeah. right because now you have a good taste in your mouth about me and you'll talk about me. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're helping each other out. Yeah. It's the same thing with the church, bro. Like let's serve each other. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I love what like we're going to do with like the church service Mm -hmm. because it's going to be like, we are going to refresh every single local church that wants to come and and be united in those moments and just be like, Hey, Now you're gonna get poured into and we're just gonna experience the Lord and you don't have to worry about putting all this stuff together. We're just gonna come together as one and corporately just worship God. Yeah,
1: dude, I love that, bro. So good.
0: Yeah. Well, bro, I think that's a good place to end, man. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) That's really good. Really good. Um Guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in again. Yeah. Um, we got some really cool stuff. Uh, obviously we talked a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, but we didn't go into too much crazy detail. But make sure that you're following our social media. We are on TikTok. We are on yep. Instagram. We are on YouTube. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcast, everything, all everything, even on Facebook. We're even yeah. on Facebook for all the boomers uh, listening and yes. interested. Um, but yeah, bro, you got anything else you want to say before we log out? No, I think that's everything. So let's I'm go. Excited. Oh yeah, you heard what I said This is for my family, got a dream in my head Oh yeah, you heard what I said